0: Hey everybody, welcome back to the Willow Tree Online Podcast, where we explore living our lives living out our values in our heart, health, and our home. I am your co-host, Steven, joined by my better half, Christina. Christina, she's here. This episode today is basically the Christina show. This is mom talk, mom talk. <laughs> Number one, because we got so many good questions. Uh, basically, this is an open Q&A question uh, episode for for Christina about mom stuff, mom questions. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we got so many good questions that we are not going to be able to get through all of them today. So there probably will be a part two coming, uh, but we're going to get through as many as we can today. So think of it as... Like a grab bag mailbox <laughs> special episode, um, all about the mom topics that you want to know about. So, um, so yeah, um, if you want to uh, ask your question, follow Christina on her Instagram and she'll post again after this goes up, asking for more questions. So if you want to want our input on something um that that's the best way to do that or just email us you can just shoot it in and we can do it that way too but um, before we get into that discussion though let's take a step back and do our three highlights of the day do a quick pause check in and reflect on the day so christina as you sip your latte uh... what are your three highlights from today
1: All right, three highlights were this morning I did an hour-long guided yoga flow, and that was so lovely. I try to do like once a week on the weekends, just an hour-long guided flow, Mm -hmm. and
0: I love that. What do you normally do for people who are wondering?
1: I think that was one of the questions someone (gasps) sent in. Oh
0: my gosh, am I like jump with a guy we might right not now. even
1: get to that question but i usually do a little bit of yoga but i don't usually do like an hour-long guided flow mm-hmm. it kind of puts you in more of like a restful space yeah you
0: kind of have your own mixed workout thing that yeah. you do every day mm-hmm. but then yeah it's that like okay i'm gonna i'm gonna do something that somebody else has put together <laughs> you know mm-hmm. and and just go go with that flow yeah
1: so that was really nice and then very nice Another one is Beckett has entered into this new routine of giving me a kiss before he leaves oh in the my God. morning. It's so
0: cute. Because
1: him and Steven, like, let me sleep for an extra hour, and so they both leave the room. And so he will close the door, and he'll say bye, and he'll close the door, but he's started closing it halfway, and then he comes back in and he jumps on the vet and he gives me a kiss and then he runs off and says yes. bye
0: and it's so sweet. It's just the best. So every morning. And he started doing that on bliss. his own, I like know. that was unprompted. You were I just know. like, bye. And we, I mean, we—he's been giving kisses more and all that kind yeah. of stuff. But he just decided, like, I need to run back in and give mom a kiss.
1: So sweet. Um, okay, and my third one. My third one was that Steven got, well, this is probably, I'm probably stealing a highlight from you, but that's okay. He got a new chair for his office.
0: This is totally stealing my I highlight.
1: know, but it was a highlight of my day too. So it's not necessarily the chair that you got. It's the fact that your office now looks so complete. Yeah. And I love complete spaces. <laughs> Completeness. And Completeness. It feels so right. And I just. It's wonderful. So yeah. his office went through a little transformation this weekend and yes. I love it. Those were my three highlights.
0: And yes. What were yours? Great, Go ahead. great three highlights. Amazing three highlights. We can start uh, with the one see. I stole. Yes. Yeah, so uh, first highlight was I went and picked up this new chair today, which is very exciting. It replaced an old brown, uh, like corduroy lazy boy recliner, which is as awesome as it sounds.
1: It's honestly so awesome. I'm having trouble getting rid of it. I understand that Stephen wants this like really beautiful other one. It looks better in the space. Yep. But this like vintage corduroy recliner that's Lazy Boy, it's gonna live in the basement for a little while because I can't part yeah. with
0: it. And it's a, it's a definitely an older recliner, um, you know. So it's it's not like I don't know. It's if it'd be one thing if it was like this new like. Anyway, it has, its, you it guys, has its He's issues.
1: never loved it as much as I love it. <laughs> he always it's complains true. about it. And I'm like, I don't understand. I yeah. have this deep love for this chair. <laughs> so
0: I've just always had a different vision for my office. And so I finally found this chair. It's a vegan leather chair. Which is basically just pleather. Why do they call it vegan leather? I don't know.
1: It's so annoying.
0: Weird. Anyway. Trendy. Not It's leather that's not leather. Doesn't matter. But it, it was really high quality and it was on sale for yeah. Facebook Marketplace. Whoop whoop. If you know, yeah. you know. It's
1: like a very expensive chair that we got for a very good deal. Very good deal. Okay. That was
0: and, number one. And uh, yeah. So putting that in. And then I think number two is just the working through my office and like really setting it right. You know, uh, I I moved my desk around a little bit. I got that new chair. We found this cabinet as well at Goodwill. And it just, it feels like finally I have all the pieces, like everything in there feels really functional, really practical, not um, really crowded. And I feel like it's been really crowded for a while, so it just. If feels you
1: follow good. me on Instagram, I posted a picture of the chair today. So if you, you want to see the did. chair, yes. it's on my Instagram,
0: and not just like stories, like
1: right. It's like it there. To, it's there to stay.
0: It's there to stay. It's there forever. <sighs> um, okay, highlight number three um, was probably. Today, Beckett. We, today was kind of a work day, so we were all running around doing our stuff, like outside working work. outside. Yeah, and then like reworking my office and all that. But Beckett, um, Christina got him this oversized T-shirt, <laughs> and so he wore that for the first time today. And it like goes down to like just below his little chubby. What knees does it say? I don't nature remember. Is it. nature is great or something? I don't know. But
1: adventure awaits
0: something like that. I was going to
1: say nature calls and I know it's not what it says.
0: (laughs) It doesn't say that. It doesn't say that. Adventure awaits. Nature calls. Uh, No, but it just made him look more like a little boy. And then there was this moment in my office where he was reaching for something on my desk and he was up on his tiptoes. And I, I was able to snap the picture, but it was just so cute. And. I just love this stage with him right now. So like that, just him running around as we do yard work in an oversized t-shirt with his chubby little legs. It just makes me happy. So those are my three highlights. Um, listener, what were yours? <laughs> Take a moment to reflect on your day and think through uh, a couple highlights. No rules, but you know, come up with one or two or three. If you want to be pro like us, <laughs> okay, let's go to the core content. We are asking uh, Christina questions. So I am moderating. I will do my best to ask the questions really, really well. But really, <laughs> better ask
1: them. Really, though, you're not even willing to ask the questions. That's, Other people that's ask right. The
0: questions. Other people ask them. I'm just being the voice of the people right now. So we hear just, the people saying.
1: We just compiled all of the questions that were asked on Instagram. I posted like a question box and we're just going to go through them. And like Steven said, this, we won't get through them all. Hopefully I won't be too long winded. Um, but I'm kind of nervous about this because... Yeah, there
0: are some good questions and kind of like, we've never really talked about I that. I know, I'm like, oh no, am I inside... going to be judged?
1: That's like every mom, you know, you're kind of like, are you going to judge me for this? So I'm going to just be super honest and hopefully you find some solidarity in my honesty. Um, but yeah, we're going to dive in. I heard someone call it instead of a QA, and a and r so she's like, I'm not giving answers. I'm just giving a response. Mm-hmm. And I liked that because she's like, I don't have the answer for any of this, which is honestly true. Some of these questions, I'm like, I don't know what you're supposed to do there. Mm-hmm. But I, I do have a response. So that's yeah. what I'm going to share.
0: Yeah. Like we're not, <laughs> <laughs> disclaimer alert, we are not professionals. We are not uh, we experts. don't yet know
1: how Beckett's going to turn out. We yeah, don't know if we're doing. We're not experts
0: right. in any of this. I think one of the questions is like about discipline. Like I, I mean, I literally we'll, laughed
1: t- out loud we'll when I saw you, that question.
0: We'll tell you like what what we do, but we are not the uh, we are not the the experts, disciplinary experts. Okay, well, let's do question number one. What is your go to thing when you need a pick me up? <laughs> okay, A mama, pick me up.
1: Okay. First thing that comes to mind is I love reading with a peanut butter hot chocolate. Like Mm. if I'm having a hard day and I'm like, Steven, would you just take Beckett for 45 minutes? I'm going to go to the basement. I'll make myself a peanut butter hot chocolate. I should put that recipe as a downloadable. Absolutely. Okay. And then, yeah, just like read a book and it really helps me. It just helps my nervous system like totally relax. So... That is my mama pick-me-up.
0: Yeah. I love it. Amazing. Uh, How was your POTS during pregnancy? Question number two.
1: Okay. This could be like a whole episode. I mean, some of these could
0: be. And and first, those who don't know, just briefly describe what POTS is.
1: Okay. POTS is... uh, I'm diagnosed with POTS. It's a chronic illness, <laughs> um, and there. basically, it's a dysfunction of your central nervous system. So your nervous system kind of controls everything from like digestion, blood sugar, blood pressure, all these things. Um, and so, with someone with POTS, they their nervous system doesn't function correctly. So a lot of those things struggle. So yeah, it can be really complicated. We were told that we might not even be able to get pregnant because of how POTS was affecting my body. Um, so I would say during pregnancy, it honestly, I almost wonder if you could answer this too, but I remember it being pretty similar. Mm -hmm. I don't remember it being hugely different. I know it was definitely a bit harder in certain seasons. Um, But I don't feel, I was in a pretty bad place when I got pregnant. So I wasn't necessarily like, I didn't get a ton worse because I was, I was not doing well anyways. We we were
0: very surprised that we were able to get pregnant. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I would say it was about the same from the low point that I was already in. And then birth was the, I think birth was what was most impacted for me by POTS specifically. Um I won't go into this, but my birth was very, very challenging and it was very impacted by POTS sy- syndrome. And now we know things that we didn't know going into it the first time. Yeah. So, and then postpartum was actually significantly better. My symptoms got better for a while at least. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they've, they've continued to stay pretty steady, not necessarily because of postpartum, because of a lot of other things i put into place, but I would say the most impacted with my POTS was actually the delivery of mm-hmm. the baby.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would agree. I mean, I do remember. It's hard to even remember. I well, remember
1: being so nauseated.
0: Yeah, you were really nauseous. I feel like second trimester, you got some relief from that. Like, I feel like second trimester, you felt.
1: I was a, nauseous a lot until 22 weeks. Okay.
0: Well, I, I do remember second trimester, you felt. Mm-hmm. A lot better. Yeah, which is pretty normal when it comes to like pots related stuff. I mean, part of pots for you is like you just have a you have baseline hormone levels, and so with pregnancy for the first time, it's like you have hormones, right? And so, um, so I know there was there were some challenges with that, but I I remember some aspects being better with that. But yeah, I totally agree with the birth. Birth was uh, really hard. Some some challenges with pots. For sure. Um, Maybe we can talk more about that later. Yeah. Uh, Question number three. What are some of your favorite products? And there was not a category of products, so just kind of in general. Okay. All products.
1: Okay. Well, I'll say my favorite Beckett products. So Beckett is, my son is twelve almost 20 months old Mm -hmm. maybe 20 months when this goes live um some of my favorite things for him right now are this is actually like hard question to think on the top of my head but the we use the all-in-one or everyone um body soap (laughs) for him and i really like that um it's not like advertised as a baby soap but it's ewg certified and i love it because it works for like hair and body and it's just a great one
0: what is e ewg just for people who oh, don't know we've
1: talked about this so many times the ewg standard i don't know what it stands for year p what does it stand for working i don't you've know you've caught me off guard completely i say that just because i feel like we've mentioned it so many times that like it's the highest standard and they um they basically rate products of like toxicity. Yeah, if that, they're that's safe. all I was going. for. Okay. it's like
0: it's like it's it's the certification. <laughs> it says like answer. it's really it's non toxic. It's super safe. Yeah, uh, and and it's. It's created in yeah. healthy ways, all that kind of stuff.
1: It's less expensive than, I feel like, so many of the baby soaps that are, like, really good and pure are, like, so expensive for a tiny bottle. So this is working well for us to use this. So I enjoy that for Beckett. Um, and he never has rashes or, like, diaper rashes. His skin is, like, perfect. So it's working well for him. Um, another one is the Grovia cloth diapers. Woo-hoo. We swear by the Grovia cloth diapers. We love them. Um, he's also recently been using toothpaste and he loves his toothpaste. So we use he the Hello brand. It's like Hello Kids and it's the strawberry flavor. He used to hate having his toothbrush and now all I have to say is, Beckett, you wanna go brush your teeth? And he's like, Apa,
0: apa, because he wants to brush his teeth. Yep.
1: So Those are my favorite Becca products. I would say my favorite.
0: What about the liners?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. We got these new diaper liners. So they're disposable liners that, like, you put in the cloth diaper so that when he poops, you don't have to, like, spray so much off. You can, like, just dispose of the liner. So good. It's a mom talk. We got to talk about poop. Yeah. So, anyways, they've literally been life changing. And now when Steven forgets to put one in his diaper, like he did today. I'm like, curse you, (laughs) Steven.
0: Seems like you should just leave
1: the dirty diaper on my desk. When I'm like, wow, that would be so mean if I did that. You find a poop diaper on your desk. I
0: just for me, you do it. uh, Yeah, like if if I've got to to remember a new rhythm, I don't always, and I need like immediate feedback, you know, or or I need I need a consequence. It's in order to reprogram my brain. It is,
1: that just feels too...
0: No, cool. that, that would be extreme. I'd prefer to not have a... a it's not who diaper I am, desk, But I do... I gotta, I gotta <laughs> figure out how to remember. Most of <sighs> the time, yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: Okay. Well, yeah. a couple ones for myself, though. Yes. Mom products. I still love my pregnancy pillow. I got mm. the BB Hug Me pregnancy yeah, pillow. And still it was use a it. very big investment. But even now, like... If I need sensory rest and my body's feeling overstimulated, like I will, there's a certain way you can tie the pillow to like lean back into it. It's just very supportive of your body. So I still highly recommend the BB hug me. Um, and then, okay, wait, there's two others that I love. Another one is I had some serious postpartum hair loss, like tears, Um, I already have, like, finer hair. I'm not, like, the, you know, luscious, thick beautiful hair that some people are blessed with like me yeah like steven and beckett <laughs> we obviously <laughs> read to the family um but finest pregnancy hair. my hair was like super happy and i loved it and then postpartum at like the six month mark it started to lose all of its life and i started using i don't even know how to say this i think it's called like monet hair care mm-hmm. there's like a monet makeup line like I feel like from the eighties it's not that. Um, but anyways. It's something different. My mom introduced me to it. And mm-hmm. you know, it's pretty bad when your mom's like, Honey, maybe you should try this. <laughs> I,
0: I thought of you. <laughs> with this I product. thought of you. And it's
1: seriously helping. And I feel like my hair is back yeah. to yeah. my standard of oh, yeah. goodness. Yeah. Um I and then the very last one because okay. we can't leave her out. My vacuum.
0: Your vacuum. You love that vacuum.
1: I love my vacuum, you
0: guys. And this I, has been a process, y'all. I've tried quite a, a few
1: vacuums. We have a dog who sheds a lot. We have a baby who tracks in dirt and sand and mud and bugs and ants. And this vacuum, I vacuum like every other day, and it 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 makes me happy. <laughs> I enjoy vacuuming because it's so. Yeah. I love Wh- this
0: vacuum. Why do you love it? What's great about it?
1: It works. <laughs> It's I mean, so efficient. seriously, that's it's like so easy the to number use. one thing. It's cordless. If you have pots and you have ever vacuumed with a vacuum with a cord, it's like your own little version of just the worst thing.
0: Yes. It's lightweight too. It's like just it's, great. It's really lightweight. It guys. But I think the biggest thing is, is that it works. And we've tried some, like a lot of vacuums that are meant yeah. for, Dogs, we have specific like for needs shedding, like because pet. we have
1: engineered hardwood floors. So if you have carpet floors, this is not your vacuum.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll we move
1: on from hardwood. the vacuum, but
0: anyway, love that thing. it just works really love well. Love it. So. Awesome. Um, okay, <laughs> big question here for number four. Okay. How do y'all decide how to discipline <gasps> your kiddos? And by kiddos, it's one kiddo,
1: Okay. Beckett. When I saw this question, I literally laughed out loud because I was like, oh, Beckett. First of all, he's I just only twenty pull months. That's you know? yeah, all right. all
0: I gotta do. He's just,
1: only twenty uh, months. So I mean everyone this is actually a tricky question because everyone has very different opinions about discipline. So I'm not gonna say exactly what we don't do or stand against. But yeah. um specifically for Beckett, I think it's gonna be a journey. Like I feel like every kid Discipline has to be a little bit different. And I yep. feel like you have to kind of learn them as they go. So what works for Beckett right now is probably not going to work like next year. But right now... Or for
0: another kid at his exactly, same age, right?
1: He responds very well to simply changing your voice one octave lower.
0: I. Uh, <laughs> How does it
1: sound? It's like this. So Beckett has done something he knows he's not supposed to do. Maybe he likes to pour water in the house. He knows the water is supposed to be poured outside. So he pours the water in the house. I look at him and I say, Beckett. And he feels so much remorse (laughs) in that moment. (laughs) He closes his eyes and furrows his brows and bows his chin to his neck and like, just looks like so like he's distraught.
0: about to burst into tears
1: sometimes he does and
0: sometimes he does
1: <laughs> and that's about what it takes right now for little beckett oh
0: so there was what he was we were sitting on the couch and we have uh this artwork above our couch and he likes to reach up and touch it and last time i what it wasn't even like telling him like beckett don't touch that mm-hmm. it was a careful B. I didn't even say his name I just said careful B." yeah like as he touched it he pulled his hand away so fast like <laughs> it had burned him and then proceeded to start crying I'm like I-, I wasn't even upset with you I was just saying careful bud
1: I think part of the crying too is like he's sad because he wants to do the thing so like he yeah. loves to play in the fridge and so if I say like Beckett you need to close the fridge now and he doesn't close the fridge because it's not like he's a perfectly obedient child, he's a toddler. Mm-hmm. But if he doesn't do it, and I'm like, Beckett, I really need you to close that fridge, or mommy's gonna close it for you, and he still doesn't do it, then I'll close the fridge and then he'll cry, but he'll like keep it closed. Like he's yeah. pretty good about like yeah, boundaries that's, yep. Yep. or like that's a... with the water, he loves getting water out of our Berkey filter thing. Yep. And so, he'll be playing with it and i'll say beckett you need to stop playing with that now he'll literally turn it off because that's what he was told to do but then he'll start crying because he's so sad that it's over but he doesn't like go back and try to turn it on
0: yeah he is not not rebellious he's not a belligerent child knock on wood watch this literally yeah and it could it it totally could As more of his brain comes online, you know, a a lot of this could change. But, but yeah, he's generally very obedient. He wants, he wants to please really badly and, and Mm -hmm. he wants to do his thing, but he wants to, to, you know, to, to obey more. So yeah, it's Mm -hmm. kind of that like, okay, I'll keep it shut, but I'm not happy about it. I'm going to scream right now.
1: I think there's like an element too that I've learned like listening to podcasts, I love the Unruffled podcasts. If you haven't heard of that and you're a mom, it is so helpful. She's like a child specialist, but so I've learned too that like to to look at the way that he acts as like this is just his response and it's his way. The best he can to express this emotion that he's feeling that he's not happy. You know, like the other day when we were in Goodwill, he was pushing this cart around and then we had to leave it. And I said, we have to leave the cart, Beckett. We have to go. And he wouldn't do it. And I, I asked him a couple of times and then I was like, okay, buddy, well, we're going to have to go. And sure enough, I took it from him. He screams at the top of his lungs. And like, I stayed calm and was like, yeah, I know it's really frustrating. And we walked out. And then he was fine within like 30 seconds. He's fine. And that happens quite often. I mean, multiple times a day, but it's helpful for me to realize like, that's not a situation where I need to discipline him. Like you do not scream in public or something like that. It's more like me recognizing, and this is something I've learned and grown in, like, no, he's just expressing, I don't want somebody bigger and more powerful than me to take that thing that I was enjoying. So of course he's going to scream. Like, that makes sense to me. And so having, like, empathy for that and just helping him move through it to the other side, I've heard, like, there's a beginning, a middle, and an end of every reaction of a child. And that's really helped me being like, you're just in the middle of this big feeling, and that's okay, you'll get to the end of it and that, that's really helpful. Yeah.
0: Too. I think there's one thing that he, that he does that we both have a very visceral, like, do not do that mm-hmm. reaction. And that's hitting. hitting yeah. Um, and that's happened a couple times where he will, in that ex- frustration expressing, he'll just, he'll be flailing and yeah. he'll come over and he'll, you know, he'll hit us or he'll hit Oakley or something. And yeah. that's still something we're trying to figure out. And navigate because he's so small. Like it, it will change
1: Well, over even time that though. I mean, even that, I think we've kind of figured out like, cause you're really into like the concept of like your physical body, like getting energy out of your body. Right. right? Yep. So one thing that we've done in that situation and we do this pretty much every time we say like, no, you can't hit mommy, but you can hit this couch Mm -hmm. or you can hit the floor and he does Mm -hmm. like he's Mm -hmm. very easily redirected to another thing because I don't, we don't need to make him like he has this energy that like he needs to get out. He's frustrated. He needs to hit something and that's not bad. I think that's fine and it's even healthy. He just can't hit people. So I think redirecting is really important too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And, and uh, to me, I think it's because of, his, again, his age right now, like he's, he's not at an age where we can like reason with him really, right? It's a different approach when he's a baby and a toddler than when he's going to be a little older or a preteen or or whatever, like that gets into a whole other territory that we will, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. But, you know, for now it's understanding where that behavior is coming from and kind of working with him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, Next question. We're doing great. Thanks for sticking with us, everybody. (laughs) Um, Okay. Next question is, how do you cook slash bake with a little one? I'm struggling.
1: That's a really good question. I feel like it's changed in different um, seasons of our life, like Becca's life, but... Becky really loves to be worn and he always has been, but I know a lot of kids don't. So that's like my number one thing has been when he was little, I would wear him in the front carrier and he loved that. And now he's still, even last week, he like wanted it more. He likes to be on my back. So I put him yeah. in, we have a back carrier called the top pack. I should link that because it's Really, really good. Yeah. Um. It's not like a hiking backpack. It's not bulky. Yeah. But he sits in that, and he likes to be up there, um, and like be a part of it. And usually during that time, like I'll be handing him snacks. You know, like I'll put like apples over my uh, shoulder or noodles, or like I'll have a snack so that he can be like eating something while I bake because he doesn't really understand like no we're not going to eat the batter yet you know although he does eat better sometimes (laughs) but um so like wearing him in the top pack is one thing another thing um is just like I'll create like a little snack on the floor for him or I'll create an activity for him our kitchen is right next to our back patio so I can see him out there so that's a time where like I know he'll enjoy playing with bubbles or something. I feel like there's an obvious answer, but I'll set up like an activity. And I think the most important tip, if this is a tip is I only bake and cook at times where I know I can help him be happy. Like, okay. Also Beckett's really good at self play. Like he's a really good independent player. Mm-hmm. So maybe this will be harder for another kid, but like, I don't cook dinner right before dinner time because Beckett is clingy. He's fussy. That just wouldn't work. So I actually cook dinner usually at like two o'clock and then like, so it's all prepared. So all I have to do is like warm it up yeah. because I know around two o'clock, it's like, he, he's very happy at that time of day. I can set up a little thing for him to play with and he'll be fine. So I think that's probably the biggest tip is like do your baking and your cooking at an hour that works for him. If mm-hmm. that's possible.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Makes a lot of sense.
1: And I involve him in it. Like I'll give him like, I'll be like when I'm done, you can have some batter yeah. or he yeah, doesn't enjoy like our, taste testing. Our dinner testing.
0: thing. Yeah. Like you, you make it earlier in the day and then I take him, for the hour hour and a half before dinner and we I kind of hide him away cuz what was happening was like if we were out you know I'd be watching him and then Christina would come up from having her kind of alone time and then needing to like okay let's get like let's all get dinner on the table and he would see Christina and just start panicking he he would dem- I was very clingy he was like I he would be really upset if he wasn't being held and it just made dinner really stressful trying Mm -hmm. to get ready for dinner really really stressful so now he and i basically hide hide (laughs) and where he doesn't see her he doesn't know that she's out there until dinner's like on On the table table. ready and then she comes and gets us and then he's like oh my gosh mom and then we come and have dinner and it's great but like we had to figure that out you know we had to we had to get there and and just to clarify too when you were saying um that you felt like you said it was an obvious answer. It's not that it's like this is obvious for the listener. It was more like you felt like it was like a basic oh, answer. Oh, yeah. Right? I'm
1: sorry. Yeah. Yeah. If that sounded rude. No, I meant like. I feel like I'm not giving information that is like that interesting. Like most people are like, well, of course I already tried that. That's what I meant. Like, I hope this is like, I don't know, helpful in some way, you know? And it's not just like, well, duh, Christina.
0: No, I I think think it is. I mean, it it, it really, what I'm hearing is like, it really depends on your kid, Mm -hmm. right? Like you have to know your kid. Beckett's really good at self play. He likes being worn and he's happy, at he's happy at two o'clock. Yeah. So with all of these ingredients, it's like, okay, well then this is the combo that works, but you have to know
1: your mm-hmm. kid. Mm-hmm. So
0: maybe it's working with your partner to say, Hey, it, you know, if they work from home or whatever, and they, and they have the flexibility to do it, like, Hey, like I need to cook at this time. Can you take, baby Mm -hmm. for this time just for this amount of time so that I can get dinner done or whatever. I'm
1: really excited for when he's like a little bit older to be able to actually involve him and like let him bake with me. We have like one of those learning Mm. towers where he could stand there and help me like scoop and pour things in. He's gonna love that. He is but right now it's just he's not quite there. Yeah. I just know it's it wouldn't be a good idea.
0: It would be yeah yeah it'd be too hard. Um okay cool. Um We've got a few more that I think we can work through. Yep. So do you have a plan for weaning when the time comes? And if so, what is it? Tell us your plans for weaning, Christina. (laughs) You guys, it's not looking good. (laughs) He loves the milk. He loves Um, it. You had a one day (laughs) weaning plan that lasted one day once.
1: No. I mean, when he was around like a year, I was like, okay. I mean, everyone was like, yeah, my baby like woke up on their birthday and didn't want the milk anymore. Also, before I answer this, there are a lot of moms who are like, I would kill to be able to still nurse my baby or I could never nurse my baby. So like, yes. Like also it's such a huge blessing that I'm still nursing Beckett at 20 months old. Um, yeah, I don't take that. For granted. And I think that's actually why I'm not like gung ho about weaning because I know that like it's a huge blessing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is exhausting. And um, yeah. when he was like around a year, I was like, okay, well, maybe I'll like try to wean him. And it, it's like there are some things in motherhood. If you're a mom, I'm sure you can relate. But it's like, I get so, like, hyper-focused on it for a little while. Like, for a while, it was sleep. Why isn't he sleeping right? What do I need to do? I need to work with a sleep expert. It's like, became this whole thing, you know? And then, eventually, I was like, you know what? Whatever. I don't care. This is working for our family, and it's fine. And when he's 18, hopefully, he's not sleeping in our bed still, mm-hmm. you know? And, like, the same thing happened for me with weaning. I was, like, really, it was, like, tricky and it just wasn't going well. And finally I was like, you know what? Like this is working for us. Nursing for Bucket is like literally joy. Like when I say, so I have weaned him a little in that he only nurses before he naps and before bed. And then in the night when he wakes, he nurses, he does not sleep through the night or just, there's a lot of things. (laughs) Um, but it, like when I say, let's go take a nap, Beckett, it's nap time. We're going to have the milk. He runs for the San chair. Like he gets so excited. And so yeah. it's like this, it's this form of joy and connection. And I'm not going to take that from him and I don't need to. Yeah. So, and honestly, I don't even, it's not like he's getting a full feed anymore. Like, cause he obviously eats through the day too. So, um, yeah, I feel like I had a plan for weaning for, like Steven said, maybe a day. I became like, this is what we're going to do. And then it didn't go well, and I decided I'll just wean him. F- like, basically, he only nurses before sleep. And some moms are like, you should never nurse your baby to sleep. There's a lot of thoughts around all of these. But this is what works for Beckett. It's what works for our family. And yep. nurses before he sleeps. Maybe one day he won't. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and, and uh, some of the people that we follow, there's one account I'm thinking of specifically, I can't remember who it is, but you've sent it to me, where it's, it's sort of where, um, where like some people are on the like, get them sleep trained, get them weaned, all of that. Mm-hmm. They're kind of on the opposite spectrum where it's like, let them do all that in their own time. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it's like, yeah, 24 months, mm-hmm. baby decided they were done with weaning or with, um, with milk. milk. And so they kind of weaned themselves and it and like, can take a little longer. Sometimes. It's kind
1: of crazy. Cause in other countries, mm-hmm. like I think in a lot of European countries, it's like very normal for children to not be weaned by the time they're two. Yeah. Like there's also just so many like cultural things. So yeah. it's just, you have to keep tuning everything out and like, I'm not a pro at this. I'm still working mm-hmm. on it, yeah. but you have to just be like, what feels right, and right now, like it feels right that little Beckett still nurses when he wants to. It's not harming him. It's not harming me. And
0: yeah, and you have the ability to, you know, right. like you're, you're right.
1: I don't have if I had multiple kids,
0: multiple kids, multiple
1: totally. kids. Yep. Totally. Yeah. There are so many factors, so I think you just have to figure out what works for your family. Yeah. Yep. And yeah, I mean, it's a luxury to be able to to do that still.
0: Yeah. So. Okay, well uh, we'll we'll wrap up with this question, uh which is da, da, dun, what has your sleep journey looked like? Sleeping with Beckett, or should we say lack of sleeping Beckett, <laughs> that- for you specifically? Um, yeah. Yeah, sleeping with Beckett has been uh, has been a challenge.
1: Yeah. Well, like such a complex question. So we, we do co-sleep and, uh, we decided not to sleep train and, um, it's, I know some people say like, you know, every baby, you can train every baby to sleep train. Like the cried out method works for, you know, you just have to, you just have to keep going, go at it. I, I honestly do not think That the cry it out method would have ever worked for Beckett. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just... It's hard to explain, but he...
0: uh, He's so attached. He's so attached. He
1: doesn't cry it out. Nothing... He doesn't cry anything out. He just gets more and more upset. Like, one time, I think we let him cry for quite a while... And he, by the time we went in there, full on elephant tears, just completely distraught, standing in his crib, holding the bars. It was just like,
0: well, and it went this from is crying to like panic hysteria. And hyper- yeah. He, yes. He okay. Was, he was absolutely yes. hysterical
1: because Beckett's attachment, um, like anxiety or separation anxiety yeah. has been severe since day one. Like very, very, very intense. If you know Beckett, you've seen it. Um, <laughs> And it's something that we work with and, um, we are trying to support him the best we can. But I think that that's impacted his sleep because he, it's not just like, I wish you were in here, mom. I'm so mad that I'm in my crib. It's like he panics. Like Like the cry is it, he gets hysterical. So anyways, not that we have to justify why we (laughs) don't do that. But, um, yeah, he, the first night of his life, he slept next to me in the bassinet and by night two, we were co-sleeping because I was like not planning to co sleep. But I just so quickly was like, he sleeps better when he's in bed with us. And yeah. he, he really did. He slept amazing well, when he was in bed with us. And
0: right now it's not a hundred percent co-sleeping like he does the first couple of hours right. in, on his own
1: right so that's um so I guess that's been our sleep journey it's like he was we were co-sleeping like all through the night and he has slept through the night maybe three times in his life um and that's always a weird experience for me I do not sleep through the night you don't because like you're so trained to
0: wake up yeah
1: I need sleep training but um so yeah we put him down in his crib like Asleep at night and then he wakes up usually like three to four hours later and at that point Steven gets him and brings him into bed and then he sleeps with us in bed through the rest of the night and through the night he usually wakes anywhere from like one to three times I think it depends you know how he's if he's teething there's so many factors Yeah. and but the the wonderful thing about that I'm really grateful for with our sleep journey is even though he's woke can Like, oh, he, he's a waker. Mm-hmm. Um, He always goes right back to sleep. So if I nurse him, he falls back asleep. Like, he isn't one to be, like, up playing at 1 a.m. Right. And he's also very consistent with his naps. So he still takes two naps a day. That was another thing. I was like, he needs to go down to one nap a day. I read this thing on this account and this lady who's a specialist. And, like, this is his age and this is his sleep, how it should be. And he, yeah, no, Beckett needs two naps still, not one. So, um, but he, he always takes those two naps a day. Like he's very, yeah. it's, it, which is wonderful because I, especially having a chronic illness, like I, I count on those naps yes. to help me because I, I usually hold him and I rest time.
0: as well. Yep, need that rest so, time. And for those of you thinking like Steven, you're a monster. You're you should be taking Beckett in the night so that mom can sleep. Um, again, like that is <laughs> uh, uh, I I would if I could. <laughs> I would if I could, uh, but I cannot because the attachment that Beckett has to Christina is. Is really intense, you know? And and it's just, we know if he nurses,
1: he falls right back
0: asleep. Right. And like, that's, that's usually what he was waking up wanting was he, he was wanting to nurse. So we decided pretty early on, like, okay, like Steven is going to like basically be off duty at night and unless you like need me to like you know now that he's bigger if you need me to like take him somewhere yeah. or something's wrong, wrong or whatever when
1: he was an infant you were more involved like you would help would with change. like diaper changes Yeah, I would do diaper and changes
0: and stuff but now that's yeah it's not really Then we an found issue. out there's
1: such a thing as a night diaper. Hello. Hello.
0: Um and so so now yeah it's it's you know I sleep and then I wake up with him and I take him in the morning so that Christine can have her whole morning to herself and then I I start my my morning um yeah, you know, she comes out after that and yeah. takes him. So I'll take like an hour
1: rhythm. nap every morning. Like I'll sleep by myself. Honestly, without that, this wouldn't be working for our family. Yeah. But like, that's a luxury that we have that yep. Stephen could take him in the morning. So yep. can't say I, I we work be from be home.
0: I make my own if schedule. I didn't get that, so, yeah,
1: because there are. I mean. We can probably count on one hand, but I've woken up in tears in the morning, but like he was horrible. I think he was awake every fifteen minutes. But for the most part, he's a pretty well, good he's, sleeper.
0: He's so he's big enough now too that like Kicks I you in know the face. I well, and I like it used to be I could legitimately sleep through like the worst night of his life. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like I could sleep through it because. He was small and like he just wanted you, and like I was just I was just out, and I'd wake up and he'd be like, "That was the worst." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, I'm so sorry." Like, did I'll, you hear him screaming at night?
1: And he was like, "No,"
0: but like now. If he's had a hard night, I know because I've been like kicked in the back of my neck or something. And, or I just, I hear him or I feel him or whatever, you know, because he's, he just takes up more space. Sometimes now. if
1: I wake up in the middle of the night to like go to the bathroom and I, I see how Beckett, like last night his feet were like on Steven's back. And so I like,
0: he was perpendicular. I snapped
1: a picture of it. because so it's just I so was, funny. I was
0: laying like a normal human and he, he was completely sideways. Like a normal human. And his right foot. But was like yeah like draped over my neck or something like that i don't remember but okay
1: and here's the other thing we genuinely not every parent is like this some are like that's the uh no no way but me and steven i you could speak for yourself but we enjoy co-sleeping mm-hmm. we we really like having him in bed with us. Like it feels right. And in the morning he wakes us up and then Oakley hops on the bed. And it's like one of the best parts of our day yeah, is like, we it all really wake is. up together and we get that time in bed together and it, we like it.
0: I, I do. I legitimately do. I love it. I love waking up with him. He wakes up so funny. Uh, <laughs> he just, he'll like I, it amazes me to watch. He him. always
1: asks for music right away. Right Usually away. it's JJ, it's JJ one, Heller.
0: JJ, JJ Heller.
1: JJ, if you're listening, you're the morning vibe you're for You're The Beckett. morning
0: vibes. Yep. I, that's JJ? The first thing I do, and what's funny is that like it, there's no slow wake up with him. Right? It's like eyes open up. Hi, JJ. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> oh yeah. Hello. <laughs> Good morning. And uh, and but he's and he's he like he'll climb on me and he'll just start bouncing and he, he just but it's so fun and sweet. And even though I'm like still bleary eyed, it's like, hi bud. I'm glad you're awake. Kind of
1: like gives you a little endorphin boost that you need to actually get on with your day when you're exhausted. Yeah.
0: It's really sweet.
1: Yeah. So we love it, but it has not been easy. And I, it, it's definitely like, it's really hard to not have slept through the night in over 20 months. That's, that can be really hard. So, you know, we're not like brushing over this too. Like if you're a mom and you're like, yeah, my baby wakes up all the time too. A, I think it needs to be normalized more than it is because I feel like, I don't know. I feel like there's this like thing that babies should sleep through the night by a certain age. But then when you actually ask like real life moms, they're like, Oh no. No, my five-year-old still wakes up through the night Yeah, and that can feel maybe discouraging, but also for me, it makes me feel like, Oh, okay. Like there's nothing wrong with me or my child. This is just,
0: yeah. Well, like a lot of other things in the West, we've tried to like industrialize and, and factory
1: robotize. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's like, Oh,
0: you're on this schedule and you do this and everything is this orderly. And it's like, no, that's just not how it works. So yeah. Yeah. And
1: ultimately like kind of an underlying thing in our parenting is I want to be a safe space for Beckett. And as he grows older, like, I mean, there's all these different parenting terms and we don't like go by a certain philosophy or whatever, but if we were to go by one, we do feel pretty um, in alignment with attachment parenting. And it's this idea that like the child, like you are their safe Harbor basically. So like the more that you continue to show up for them, it will actually make them feel more safe that they can go out and they can be independent and they can explore and they can be confident because they know they'll have something to return to that's safe. And we've seen that growing in Beckett, which is really cool. But, um, I feel a little bit like even with sleep, it's like, you know what, buddy, like if you want me in the middle of the night, I'm going to be there. If you cry and you're asking for me, yeah. I'm going to show up for you. And yep. the world's going to be hard enough on him, you know? And, yeah. like, I want him to know that, like, mom will show up for me if I need I her.
0: That's the thing, too, is, like, it will be done at some point. Like, yeah. You know? Like, yeah. he's he's going to be a kid, and, like, it will end, you know? And it's just a matter of when, you what, know? What and, would
1: we qualify him as right now? He's uh, not a kid.
0: I, he's a toddler. <laughs> He's an animal. (laughs)
1: He will transform into a human
0: one day. Um, all right, y'all. Well, that is a wrap. The next one is so
1: good. And I was going to make you answer it
0: Ah, next next time. Okay. No, we got a hard cutoff here. So, um, yeah, we have a lot more, uh, just a sneak peek here. Best piece of marriage advice. Sometimes I really struggle and still do at times with identity. Thoughts on how
1: to split up work responsibilities between mom and dad. That's a good
0: one. And favorite kinds of exercise for a busy mama.
1: Day in the life of what mama
0: eats. Ah, So many good questions. So that's a little sneak peek, (laughs) little preview for uh, the next time we do a mom talk Q and a podcast, Mm -hmm. which may be the next one, or it might be in a couple of episodes. We'll see. Okay. So for our health, heart and home section here, how can we apply the core content? How can we kind of, we've talked through a lot of different things. We've talked about a lot of applicable type stuff, but like kind of summarizing it, how can we apply the discussion today to our lives?
1: I think that like, whether you're a mom or not, honestly, um, I think it's like something I've learned is, Like, gather the information. I think it's really helpful to gather information, listen to people who have been doing this longer than you, but then follow your intuition. And, like, is it working for your baby? Is it working for you, for your spouse? Then keep doing it. And I think that's applicable in, like, a lot of areas of our life, Mm -hmm. even if not parenting. It's, like, just remember to... At the end of the day, we have to tune out all the noise that we're so inundated with in our society and just ask, is this really working? I have one girlfriend who is older than me and she has two kids and she's so good at asking me that question. Like when I ask about like sleeping or feeding and she's like, was it working for your family? Like, is it going Mm. well? Then keep doing it. Mm. And I'm like, oh, yeah okay mm-hmm. you probably know who you are if you um <laughs> if you're listening to this but it, that's a really
0: helpful question yeah i love that mm-hmm. that's that is great that makes a lot of sense mm-hmm. uh, but for now let's do uh, let's do whimsy and delight
1: okay what i've been enjoying lately i'm going to take steven's f- answer for one of his highlights is beckett's oversized
0: t-shirt yes oversized <laughs>
1: um t-shirt. How do we get these oversized t-shirts, you may ask? You just buy three sizes bigger because (laughs) it's the cute shirt on sale at the thrift store. (laughs) Yes,
0: exactly.
1: Um, And my other thing is I got a spice rack, and I feel like I'm a true adult now. And when I open the cupboard and I see that little spice rack on a tiny Lazy Susan, I think, I have arrived somewhere better (laughs) than where I was last week. So there you go. And my favorite thing I've eaten lately is um, I made a cake. It was just a box cake. Do you know what the brand was? Simply Mills or something? I don't know what the One brand One of those. Is. I got it at Sprouts. I don't ever do that, but I was at Sprouts, and I was like, I want to make a cake. So I bought a cake mix, and I bought some icing and some sprinkles, and it's so
0: good. So good. It's chocolate. Yeah. Okay. So, so good. What about you? Uh, for me something i've been enjoying lately i mean not to not to beat it over the head here but my new chair like uh, i've sat in it so many times today already just from when i brought it home and it's been it's just been so comfortable i'm really enjoying it really love it there um, for my favorite or best thing I've eaten lately, I was going to say the cake too. That was super wow.
1: good. We're just but, in alignment.
0: Yeah. But I'll say, uh, I'll say another one too, which is there is a, a water brand that you may or may not know. And they have Where a are flavor you called a mango chainsaw. The oh. brand is called liquid, liquid death.
1: death. You do and,
0: love that. And, uh, it's it's literally a water brand. It's a really funny if you're into branding and marketing, it's a really fascinating company to kind it's like of a
1: large gold look. can that looks yeah. like alcohol.
0: So yeah, it looks like a beer can. That's kind of their that's who they're going after, but it's like it's just kind of like aggressive like beer brand, but it's water and it's sparkling water and it's flavored water. But it's <laughs> but what's interesting to me and you're like, Stephen, why would you do this? Because uh. A it tastes really good and like with, especially with the flavored stuff, like mango chainsaw, it's sweetened with agave. So it's not, it's not just like let's dump in the sugar or whatever. Like it's sweetened with something natural and it's really low. It's like three grams of sugar for this yeah. big can. And I'm like, this is kind of like the healthiest thing on the market. In I
1: think it has like mango puree.
0: Yeah. It. Maybe some puree, but like <laughs> it's anyway, it's just, it's this really like natural, not overdone Things and it and it tastes so good. So
1: so if you want everyone to thing. think you're drinking like a beer out of this big gold can with a black skull on it that says Liquid Death, but inside is what you really want—fruity sparkling which water. Which is fruity sparkling <laughs> water. Then this is for you. Yep. Do you feel like that sums up some other elements of you?
0: <laughs> Not really. <laughs> No, I think people would look at me and say he drinks LaCroix. Uh, <laughs> he, he drinks fruity, sparkling oh, that's water. Uh, I, I feel out of place buying liquid death. That does not feel brand Well, on and what's funnier is
1: that I'm like, I'll go to Sprouts so with You love kid. it, yeah. Well, no, I'll buy it for you. Oh, so yeah, yeah. me and my little baby, and we have these cans of liquid death. i like death. some liquid death, please. Anyways. Oh, so that was a funny. good one. I so was wondering funny. what you were going to say about food.
0: So, so funny. Okay, everybody. Well, that's it for this episode. Thanks for tuning in and listening. Um, Remember that you can support the show if you want to financially with a $5 a month subscription. That helps us with things like paying for hosting and just kind of keeping things up and running um, and just supporting us here. And if you sign up, you get our weekly intentions worksheet for free. Um, and that is something that we do every week, uh, Christina and I do, and it's a really cool resource. So it's like um, questions that
1: we fill out every week. Yeah. And if you're a subscriber, you also get every time we create a new downloadable, which we have three now, I think, I think we
0: have three. Yeah. Um,
1: we'll send it to you for free as like a little thank you for continuing to yep. be a subscriber.
0: Usually there are a couple bucks.
1: Yeah. And you can find all the downloadables on our website now, willow yep. tree online. And we just right. added a new one. What's the new one?
0: Curry recipe.
1: Our recipe for homemade cashew curry is up and able to be downloaded
0: now. Yep. Really good. More (laughs) to come. And uh, we're just really grateful that you're here. Thanks for listening. Love to hear. Always love to hear your comments and feedback. It's so... I just it's amazing when people say like we were listening to it and we tried the curry or we did this other thing or when like my favorite is when spouses listen to it like separately and then they like come back together and talk about it. Um, it is impossible to quantify how much that means to us and how we much we are blessed by that. So thank you for listening. Um, share it with people that, you know, that in your life who you think would also benefit from it. Um, yeah, thanks everybody. Um, and we will see you next time under the willow tree. Bye. Bye. Welcome my dear to the endless summer
1: welcome my
0: Turn.